This is BirdieCast. A podcast about making light of life on tour. We're your hosts, professional golfers Maya Schechter and Leslie Klutz. All right, before we start this episode, we got something for all the single athletes out there. We want to tell you guys about an app called Playoff. We all know that dating can be exhausting, and Playoff can make it a little bit easier for you. It's a dating app that is made exclusively for current and former college or professional athletes. It's available in the App Store and on Google Play. Playoff dating app, made by athletes for athletes. Get in the game today. Welcome back to BirdieCast. I'm Maya and I'm here with uh, several guests this week and we're just doing kind of a BirdieCast takeover this week. So Leslie Klutz is not here with us this week, unfortunately, so I brought in some reinforcements. So we have Allie White and Austin Goggert and, well, yeah, and some other people that are going to be coming in and out. So to get started, we have some uh, kind of, you'll you'll catch on to the theme of, of the podcast, but it's... Uh, quitting versus not quitting so we have some quitting quotes to start off off the episode here so i was gonna quit from el dorado to rochester how many months is that i was gonna quit three weeks ago i did quit for a while so we're here this week uh and we're kind of talking about the we have two new kind of perspectives on professional golf, and we're going to talk about how difficult it can be. And um, I mean, Austin and Allie have very different perspectives on this. Um, so I guess kind of the roadmap for for today's session, we're going to be talking about some low points in golf, um, and then going into kind of why people keep playing. And um, we're going to have a little game here in the middle, so stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, kind of why why we still enjoy this crazy game that sometimes really seems to hate us so um so i guess low points well first maya thank you so much for having us on <laughs> to the show yeah very much appreciated it should be pretty fun i don't know if we can fill leslie's shoes absolutely not I mean, it's rough my, foot, my foot is big but i don't think i can fill those big shoes no, no it's not it's big but it's not the uh the right fit right We'll see. And I'll do my darndest. You don't have the accent either. I'll do my darndest. So, I do not. No, I have a little bit of a northern accent, yeah, but that's not true, northern that's European. Yeah, yeah. Like so, hers. I think, what, does Maya have a couple rapid fire questions just to help you yeah. get so, to know our hosts? We have, right, we have some new What's hosts us? here. We're the hosts. Yeah. We want you to know us <laughs> while we take you on this I journey. Because a lot of people today. don't know me. Right. I don't, you're kind of a big deal. But Everybody knows Allie White. It's true. You yeah. can say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so to get to know our, our fill-in hosts here, um, they basically just wanted to do a birdie cast takeover. That's how this all started. Um, so favorite song? I will by the Beatles. I need a dollar by Alo Black. He okay. already has preconceived answers, but yeah, next. I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> favorite meal of the day. And what would you have? Breakfast, chocolate chip pancakes. Ooh. Dessert, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh, Whoa. that's a whole that's Whoa. a whole meal that's for you. That's a meal. That is good. Do you have that meal three times a day as well? <laughs> 
Yes. Could, you live, on, <laughs> could you live on that meal? I at least have a lunch and dinner, sometimes breakfast, if you count a latte as dessert, I guess. Uh, it depends. Caramel latte, yeah. Uh, favorite athlete, uh, non-golfer. Oh, baby, LeBron, LeBron. Although Jesse Owens is amazing too, the babes are hairiest. What a woman. But yes, okay. Bron Bron. Okay. <laughs> Roger Federer for me. Oh, okay, okay. Big Federer fan. Big Federer fan. Yeah. Ideal sponsorship. Oh, well, my people right now, Pheasants Forever, man. Habitat, love it. Look at you. Yeah. I was gonna st- wow. I thought you were going to go yeah. Ohio Farmer. Ooh. Oh, well... Yeah, they're good too. <laughs> I love their hats. They're good. They're good good. They're you're good. basically <laughs> already sponsored by them. So yeah, word, word. Yeah, you're already sponsored. I would. I want to hear one that you're not sponsored by. Like those I people love you. I used to work like, for you... the Student Conservation Association, and they're pretty badass. Uh, uh. I would choose Nike because it's Nike. Like all the clothes you want. All the clothes. What are you going to get from your sponsorship? It's like, well, pheasants forever. You get a lifetime supply of pheasants. Seriously? Can you get I don't them like stuffed and hanging in your wall? Like you get one per room or something? That actually gonna that hate everybody. Haters gonna hate. What about you, Austin? I don't know. I mean, I've become a big fan of the White Claw, and Gigi Stoll brought it up on the range oh. the other day. She said it might be the great idea. I mean, if you got free lifetime supply, my, I mean, how much fun could come from that? John I know that White I make my best that. decisions yeah. when I'm drinking White Claw, <laughs> but they're phenomenal. Next. Okay. Words you live by slash quotes. It's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. Words I live by. Um... I think people need to know the host of the show. Yeah, yeah. How, how about you go first? I would go, uh, I'm a big Muhammad Ali quote kind of guy. I would go, don't count the days, make the days count. Big kind of quantity over quality guy. I want to make mm. sure that, uh, you know, you're getting the most out of every day. I stay pretty, I keep going. I'm not really a big sit down guy. So like yeah. sitting for this podcast is that's beautiful. That's achieving man. a lot. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I would have to go with like something like that. Right yeah, is that what you're yeah. Well, Muhammad Ali, she's on it. That's good. She gets it. Um, yeah, I would say something along those lines. Got to stay pretty present in life, especially you know, there's a lot of things pulling you in different directions. So, okay, last rapid fire question: guilty pleasure in life. I feel like you already gave yours with the chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I know that's, that's the true. first thing that came to my mind too. <laughs> well, but I was really love getting to know you. Lattes. And I love watching Grey's Anatomy all the time. All the time. There you have it. That's good. I probably have two. It's probably Cody Cross. It's a game that I play on my phone. It's like crosswords. I'm kind of like addicted to it. Like it's it's fun. Crossword puzzles? Yeah. It's really? this one on my phone. Yeah, it's, it's it's so fun. I've been playing it for like three years now, and I'm on like level 174. <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I feel so accomplished when I play it. But then, so you uh, like words. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I talk a lot. That's true. <laughs> I feel like you guys so can along really well. English major, Cody Cross addict. My English is bad. Terrible in the ACT. Got a 19. I'm really bad at crossword puzzles. I'm an idiot. So, oh, maybe so. you won't get along. Yeah. Okay. We'll make up for each other's things we lack. And what was We're going to see how well we get along. You had a second? Um, S'mores. Like campfire. Like s'mores. Like s'mores. The Mallow you and the Hershey's <laughs> and the Graham Cracker. I love it. I can't right sit there. there. I can't sit there and like like roast the Mallow. I need somebody to do the Mallow roasting for me. But like I'll eat, I will eat a thousand of them. 
Huh. I would like to say he counts the words and I make the words count. So. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, so now, I mean, I feel like we have a good grasp of who you guys are. For better or for worse. It's going to get better. You. you will find out. Mm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. I know. Okay, so, Allie, do you want to take us into this next section here? Yeah, so um, I've noticed that through my many years on tour that I've had many conversations with different players about um, wanting to change gears. Some people might term it like changing gears. Other people might use the uh, hot button word quit, like kind of a tender word in the English language. Like it makes us sort of like, oh, like, oh, re, re, what's the word I'm looking for? Recoil. He's kind of, ooh, quit, ooh, ouch. Step back. But yeah, but like, uh, I've talked to many players about wanting to try different things in their life. Um, And, you know, we will just want to first talk about low points and maybe times in people's career when they were thinking that over. So, yeah. Do we want to start with Maya? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe Maya, if you want to share a low point. Yeah, so we were talking about this earlier and kind of thinking back on, I mean... It's only been a few years, but uh, I would say the low point in my career was my first year out here, right after I graduated and then went to Q school and didn't make it through first stage of qualifying. And um, so I got into like a few tournaments the next season, I think like three or four tournaments. And it was just, I think I was traveling with a player that was also kind of struggling with being away from home. And so I think that was a little bit difficult and I just didn't enjoy how you couldn't I couldn't build a schedule and couldn't I don't know like the not knowing how my how my year was gonna go and how to schedule it I think was really tough for me so my first year I really hated professional golf and almost didn't keep playing after my first year because like, were, were you playing good or was no it just like everything I mean was I wasn't like I played well I played like four four Symmetra, four or five Symmetra events, and I didn't play bad, but it was just, I didn't think that I enjoyed the professional golf lifestyle, but it turns out I just hadn't really gotten the full experience yet, and I mean, I, and now I really love the travel and getting to meet new people, but um, I think the first year, I just didn't, didn't quite get into the flow of, of professional golf, and I think traveling with somebody that wasn't enjoying it probably didn't help. So that was my low point. I almost quit after one year. So quit. Well, I don't for, know. Thanks for Changed paths. Up about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you're welcome. Yes. And we're glad to have you still here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Do you have any? Um, I think. I mean, I have stopped. That's another word that you can use besides quitting. Pause. <laughs> I have paused on my okay. golfing mm. a few times. I took a pause in college for a year. I took a pause after college for a summer, um, and then I paused for like two years to go to grad school. Um, I think for me, the big pushing factor always in those decisions was I sort of had a life FOMO thing going on. I think I just read too many books about people hiking mountains and stuff, and I was like, I gotta go. I walked the AT, you know, or or then I'd be like, oh, I haven't been on a date in forever, like. I need to just scrap golf and try to date people. <laughs> and so these were like, I was just, you know, constant FOMO, which has been 
the nicest thing about this year, because like I'm actually coming to the end of this year, and I'm like, oh man, here's some things I'm going to try next year. And uh, usually, you know, I haven't felt like that always, you know. So this year, I kind of feel like uh, I'm not having FOMO because I feel like I got to do some of the things that were on my mind. So that was important for me, and I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy that. Like, I'm really happy that I got the opportunity to do some other things. So, so you're saying I'm, more of, like, the things yeah. off the golf course make you yeah. kind of happier on the golf course. Yeah, just knowing that I got to try some other things out, and I feel like I I, I needed that. I don't think everybody does, but I did. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that for sure. I mean, I see, I've seen it on levels. I've caddied some PGA Tour events. I've caddied some web events, and, like, it's amazing some of the guys how much life and perspective is, like, off the golf course that helps them – stay balanced off the golf course and I see it out here with with some of you girls too and it's just it's like that balance that you have to be like to keep it to maintain like to deal with the lifestyle that you guys have because it's such a difficult lifestyle like people don't realize like how much you're gone from the fam from your family and your friends and all that granted we have friends out here and it's fun like hanging out and all that but I think it gets it can be very taxing like Maya hit on the first like the first year that she had like if you're not in the flow but I think once you get in the flow off the golf course the flow on the golf course is yeah. easier to get to i wouldn't say that's that it, i would say they go hand in hand but it doesn't come automatically if it does yeah and i think that's another thing that sort of depends on the person because i know some people i have some examples that i've met in my life of people that just didn't have it together off the golf course at all but golf was kind of like that escape it was like that thing they could do well in a t turmoil of their life. But I would say, for the majority of people, maybe... Are more on your spectrum. Rather are, than yeah, maybe are more on my spectrum. Like, you gotta have some other things going I mean, right, kinda has you know? Own, everybody kind of has their own story and how they have to go about things. Yeah. It's just what kind of makes this game so great, but also makes this game so flipping hard. I'm trying to think if I have any, like, particular low points. I don't know if, if any of y'all want to chime in at all with, like, a particular moment that was like wow that's i'm feeling like you were on edge like i mean tilt. i know my i know your car broke down to start the year off like that probably wasn't fun i had friends that helped with that situation <laughs> it's good yeah that's so good. no car breaking down wasn't really because for that i just i mean i just rented a car yeah so, so it wasn't it emotional wasn't, no i didn't thing. no no i could see what you mean though you go into the season like gung-ho ready to just conquer the season and then you break down on the way and you kind of like to your I could tournament. see it yeah I could see it deflating but I really no I I mean I had somebody driving with me and then a really good friend that was actually lived really close by so it worked out well so I, I actually didn't I guess if I could point to like one moment on the course that was a really low point like just golf focusing on golf wise is I had always tried to qualify for the LPGA tournament in Ohio, and it was just really important to me because everyone knows I'm a very proud Ohioan, and I just really wanted to play. And I had done it, it was about the fourth or fifth year that I tried it, and I'd missed by about one or two strokes every single year. And I was waiting, waiting, and the last person came in, and you know, they beat me, and I was just, I was just like so distraught, you know. There's a nice dent in my car where 
the rage took over. <laughs> Full on, you're not even a trunk slammer. You're just oh, a car I just, puncher. I, I, that one I'm time, that slammer. one time, the car. You are a trunk slammer. And I love my car, you know, uh, but Me I too. shouldn't have done that, but I did. Because I, I was just really upset, you know? But, uh, yeah, so I was like, wow. Anyway, that was a low point for me. But, uh, yeah, Casey, I don't know if you have a thought. Uh, my, I had uh, some low points in college, for sure, where I thought about quitting. But my low point in professional golf was after French Lick this year. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't even play that bad at the event, and I just got in my car, and, I mean, I just broke down. Like, I was, like, full-on just, like, what the heck am I doing with my life? And I was, yeah, I was sobbing. I called Austin. I called my sister. I was like, like, what do I do? And I mean, granted, it had been going downhill for a couple months before that. Like, just thinking about, you know, my next steps and, like, what I want to do and, you know, what I'm kind of missing out on um, in, you know, just being able to be at home and, you know, have some friends and get an apartment and all of that. And, um, but yeah, after French Lick, that was, luckily I was able to turn it around, like, like I hit that low point and like, was like, okay, I got to do something about it. But yeah, that was, that was not fun. Not a fun place to be in. Um, so but did I you think, reflect on that car ride then? Like, what were you telling yourself that got you out of that? I actually flew home. I mean, that event ended on a Saturday and I had to fly through Minneapolis anyway. So I went home for two days and stayed at my sister's place and we had a really long talk about like why I was feeling so bad and you know like really the opportunities and what it came down to was I realized that if I was meant to quit the decision would be easier mm -hmm. like I wouldn't be feeling so bad about quitting mm -hmm. um, and once I kind of realized that it was like okay well now I'm like I'm gonna keep doing this and like I'm not done and so how do I turn it around to like it, it was nice to have like that decision made like mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep playing and because being in that indecision was like even harder than making mm -hmm. a decision and um and so yeah and so I was able to turn it around and be like okay these are the things I need to do to start feeling better on the road while I'm while I'm playing while I'm practicing while I'm you know competing and uh, and so yeah, it was. I mean, it was a tough place to be, but it also helped me kind of, you know, get my butt in gear and um, and kind of refocus. And so now I feel like a lot. I feel re-energized and you know ready. Like our, our, the season could keep going. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, we've got three events left, and and I'm I've got a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> just just ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. Yeah, that's my that's my uh, story. Um, yeah, I think that indecision part is really tough too, where players, because then it, if you play well, then you're like, oh yeah, I can keep doing this, and then if you don't play well, you're like, oh well, I don't want to do yeah. this anymore. So if you made once you made that decision, then whether you played well or not, it was kind of like just a part of the journey still, instead of a deciding factor yeah. of whether or not you want to keep playing. And it's really hard to get that clarity, but like if, if that indecision, yeah, it's a really tough place to be in. Um, yeah. Do you think talking through it with somebody was good? Like, you know, I feel like a lot of players, we have these eight-hour drives. Austin, I think, uh -huh. was somebody that you maybe reflected yeah. with. But, like, we spend a lot of time in a car alone, and you're just 
you can have the same thoughts going around yeah. and around and you don't really get that other perspective from someone. Do you think that was helpful? I mean, I was, I was talking with people about, like, I would ask everyone. Like, for a couple months, I was like, everyone, I, like, you know, golfers, non-golfers, all of that, I would ask. I was like, you know, hey, what's your perspective on, you know, playing golf, not playing golf, getting a job, do you like your job? Um, and trying to get as many different opinions and perspective as I could. And honestly, it didn't really help. No. <laughs> like, I wish I sense. could say it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, what it came down to was, like, I wasn't ready to stop playing golf. Yeah. And, like, I, that's the realization I came to. Yeah. Um, but I think having a support system and feeling, you know, comfortable asking people that and having, you know, my sister in Austin and my mom to talk to about it and just have them be a support and be like whatever decision you make is great but like let's talk about the pros and cons that's yeah. that was definitely helpful um austin <laughs> did what, what what sort of things what are like questions that you asked to if you remember the conversation i mean i Con definitely, there were multiple definitely, I definitely the remember the conversation so like she said at the beginning she could have been the person that said that she was hating golf from like april at auburn to like new york when did you guys play until new york what was that like july i think yeah. it was three months yeah three of four like, months yeah and in there all of a sudden i get a phone call from casey and it got to the point like if the phone call was coming i'm like all right are we starting with tears or are we going to get to tears yeah <laughs> and like so it didn't know i mean it, and i felt terrible but it's like a tear and it's like like, it's nice that she, like, could see me as, like, a person that enjoys golf because I absolutely love golf. Like, I love it. I could play it all day, every day. Like, it doesn't matter. I'll, it's awesome. I love golf. But, I've been, I mean, I've been to low points in my career as well. But, like, being on the other end of the conversation, like, you don't, you don't know what to say because you don't know what's going to say. And then I've never been in her shoes either because I've just been, like, Oh, I love golf. Yeah, who wants to go he play? Somebody wants to go yeah. play twenty-seven holes. But her, her, she's on like a little bit of a fence. She's like, oh, she enjoys doing other things, and I enjoy doing other things as well. But she's not as like I'm a hundred percent in golf, golf, golf. If three of my buddies need a fourth on Saturday and I'm not doing anything, there's a thousand percent chance I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Like, and that's just that's just how I am. Like, I enjoy playing. Like, I'll be I'll be playing terrible, and it's just like a little game to me. It's like my Cody Cross, my crosswords, you know. Yeah. Like, I just love, and it is a game, and I just love trying to figure it out. I mean, because nobody's ever gonna be perfect. You can't shoot eighteen, and so like the fact the the part of the game that just gets me going is like trying to figure out how to gain the little half percents and stuff like that. So that's what gets me excited, all fired up about it. But she doesn't have that about her. So like the phone conversations that we have, I mean. I'm just trying to figure out where her mind is, right. which is a tough part because I don't think she even knows where her mind is. <laughs> but it, I mean, was, well, it, was, it was hard because every time someone yeah. told me to quit, I'd get mad. And every time someone to, told me to keep playing, I'd be mad. I'm like, no, like I'm not going to quit. I'm like, I'm good at this. And but then, it was probably yeah. enough just to have a oh, good yeah. friend be there. Yeah. And that's sometimes I always feel like when you have a friend that's struggling, you always want to have the perfect thing to say. And rarely is that ever going to come to you. You just have to be there I and do your best. The, right? yeah. the most helpful it's thing like, he said yeah. was, like, whatever you, like, I'm, like, you're, what you want is, like, number one. Like, because, you know, he caddies for me and, like, part of, like, his career, you know, depends on me. And he's, like, you know, like, you first. Like, what do you want? Yeah, it's not going to be any fun if she's out here. She's <laughs> not enjoying herself. I definitely mm -hmm. won't enjoy myself working for her. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't work for a boss that hates what he's doing. Right. Maybe some people do. I don't know. I've never been in that situation. Right. But 
Right. That's kind of nice the, part about our and that's, sport. And that's like what I love about this topic is because it's not just contained to golf. I mean, people make these decisions in their life all yeah. the time. Like, am I going to keep going to college or am I going to not? That, you know? was, that was another big realization I had was everyone, you know, I was asking yeah. everyone all those questions. They're like, it's a great question. Like, I still, I still have that in my job. And, you know, they're, you know, like a CEO of a company or they're yeah. a teacher. They're or like, yeah, I-, I could be doing something else. I could move somewhere else. Like, I always have those thoughts. And it was like, Yeah, oh, do I want to keep living in this city yeah. or not? Yeah. You know? So yeah. that was, I think, another big realization was it's not just golf. Like, everybody in their career has these questions. But I think people feel if you're a professional athlete, and given we don't have – nearly as much attention on us as like a, who was the football player that just quit the other day was it oh, Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck. Oh. Andrew Luck yeah, yeah. Oh, Stanford grad yeah, yeah. Stanford guy so retired. go card there was so much attention on his decision to keep doing or not keep doing his job I mean I, I remember riding in the car when one of my friends uh, heard the news and they were like oh man like you're not just gonna keep making millions of dollars and keep playing football like what a what a bum kind of like, Colts you know? fans were like booing him. They were booing like, they're like mad at him for like leaving. Yeah. And, like I saw like multiple players commented on like his Instagram post when he said he was doing. They're like, the guy just wants to be able to like pick up his kids in like five years and like yeah. be able to like have a sustainable but, life. I, think, I mean, my brother plays professional golf as well, and he loves golf. Like he's very dedicated. Really, um, just like loves the game, wants to do it, works really hard, and. When he kind of caught wind that, I don't know, I was in this place, he, he texted me and said, like, hey, like, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, you just need to make this decision for you, whatever you want to do. Like, I get it, and I totally understand. And that was, like, a lot coming from him because, you know, I kind of just thought he was all in, loved golf, like, um, just realizing no matter where you are, like, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And that was kind of, that was definitely helpful to hear. Yeah, like you're not alone uh-huh. in this bubble. Yeah. Like everyone in the world yeah. everybody makes that's these decisions. Everyone that plays professional golf, everybody that's had any job yeah. ever. Not everyone. Obviously some people just know that that's what they want to do forever. But mm-hmm. lots of people. But I will tell you every I think everyone that's played professional golf has been to the well, point where like they get done or they've yeah. said the words. Maybe they might not have meant it or like they've thought about it like Right. Why do I like, play this maybe game? Maybe I need to do something. I should quit because this game. I mean, this right. game is crazy. It drives you nuts. Like the lows are super low and the highs are super high. And it affects your whole life. Like you know, you're making a paycheck. It like it yeah, affects for, how you yeah. feel. Or you're not. Or you're not. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you don't make one. Yeah. 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 True. True. Yeah. I think back to your point, like touching on like the glorification of athletes like they don't like a lot of people don't see like even you you talk to the people in the primes or be like oh how great is it and it's just like well like we rent a car every week and then we stay in an airbnb with like four people like cc sleeping on the floor this week and just like people don't (laughs) people don't see that side like it would be great if somebody had like a GoPro where they taped like their week by week of what they did. Like, what a great oh, I, had Netflix to, documentary. I had to go to like Play the store. Tour. I had to buy some food. I had to like, they don't, they, they think it's just like, Oh, oh it's in the clubhouse. It's great. And then like, you can even see, go further down the spectrum and talk about the caddies and how, Further down the spectrum. How further down the spectrum they are. I mean, we get food this week. That's pretty intense. That's pretty big time. I feel like a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eating with you big guns? I mean, that's pretty exciting for me. Don't get used to it. No, I shouldn't. I'll uh, go back down to Peasantville next week. 
Yeah, that <laughs> quitting, not quitting thing on athletes in particular is, I even remember, like, as a transfer student myself, a multiple transfer student, I can remember listening to football players and basketball players that were going to transfer to other schools and just how hard people were on them. And, like, oh, I can't believe he's quitting football. I can't believe And I was, like, really thankful that I wasn't a famous football or basketball player because I was like, I can't imagine having that many people how care much, how much more about people that fighting. don't even know me care like what I'm doing with, you know, but uh, yeah, Maya, did you want to pivot in a, any direction? I think it's time for our halftime game. Okay. So the halftime game is presented by Allie White. All right, we got the game of the cast here and where you have to name the dude or dudette who said this amazing quote that I picked out a few minutes ago. All right, quote number one. You learn their honesty. You learn their competitiveness. You learn a lot about a person. It's not that they have to sink the putt and there's a great deal of talent involved, but you do learn about how competitive a person is on the golf course and frankly, how honest. Was this A, Barack Obama? I should have done it in my Barack Obama voice. Or B, Donald Trump. Is it a huge, huge, wonderful quote? Or C, George Washington. He still might be cutting down the cherry tree as we speak. A is my guess. I would say. Case is going A, Barack Obama. I would say A. And Summer's also going A, Barack Obama. That quote is. <laughs> B, Donald Trump. I should have gone with Trump just because you said it. Because it was rock. like kind of random. Because I like, didn't understand the he quote. He does play so a lot of golf, probably, though, yeah. So. yeah, you got to learn about how honest a person is on the golf course. All right. <laughs> Next quote. Golf is my boyfriend right now. Is that A, Paula Creamer, B, Jillian Hollis, or C, Kari Webb? I'm gonna go with C. I'm going with C. I'll go with Paula. 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 It's no. It's uh. It's Kari Webb. Kari Webb. We have a leader. Wow. We have Kari. a leader. Leader. We have a leader. All right. So we got one last quote here for you golf aficionados out there. Um. Yeah, Casey can either take take it to her and finish her off, or we can tie this thing up. If you are caught on a golf course during a storm and are afraid of lightning. Hold up a one-iron. Not even God can hit a one-iron. Maybe oh, one of the most famous quotes of all time. Definitely have heard that. I think it's Okay, not an option, but. <laughs> Neither one of those are <laughs> <an> options. <laughs> 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 you might have it wrong. Is this not a surprise? Is that a minus one? Hey, Lee Trevino. Yeah, that's minus one for Casey. So it's back to all square. Hey, Lee Trevino, I was just trying to throw her off. Happy Gilmore, C. Raymond Floyd. I don't, I don't know, clearly. <laughs> it's either one of these two. Gotta well, be both Jack of those are wrong, so it's though. neither one of those two. Um, Raymond Floyd. Lee Trevino. Oh, Casey takes the win. Casey takes what? it. Lee Trevino. Oh. The one time I don't pick A. <laughs> <laughs> from Casey and Austin and Maya and everybody and Summer's had some things to say too. You might hear a little more from Summer here in our closing segments as we kind of 
shift to sort of the climax of this talk, which is really how, how, you, how you keep going. Um, but I think right before we get there, right before we get to the peak, because we want to keep you guys on your edge a little bit out there, is we just have to give some shout-outs to, uh, to folks that have pivoted in other directions and just the bravery and courage that that takes as well. You know, we've got players this year um, that have, we've got an assistant coach out there that decided to make that move from playing to, to an assistant coach. We've got a player now that's uh, teaching, I think, high schoolers. She just entered her second week of teaching high school. Um, another gal that has just entered corporate America. And, you know, we're just really proud of them for, for doing, doing what they felt like they needed to do, you know? Maybe if you're looking for signs, maybe you need to meditate, um, whatever. I think you gotta talk to other people, you know? Maybe, maybe you want a perspective gather me. with Casey, even though it apparently didn't help her at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what we wanna talk, talk about, about right now is once you've waded out of that decision area, where you're thinking about, am I going, am I not going? Once you've committed to being like, you know what, I wanna keep going, how do you do that? What are some things that help keep you on your path when you've decided that that's what you wanna do? So we're gonna uh, talk to Summer right now about that. Austin, can you hit her with some questions? So you said like three weeks ago, you were just, you were just like, okay, I'm ready to quit. What made you decide you don't like? There's two options here. I can stop playing professional golf, or I can keep playing professional golf. What made you choose? I'm assuming you're 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 doing keeping to play professional golf as to why you're here. Yeah. What made you decide to keep playing? I think for me, like the when I was thinking about quitting, it was so based on like the emotions that I had from one tournament. Like I was really quick to say like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do without really having a chance to sit there and think about it. Um, like I went back to first stage of Q school and I missed qualifying last year. I went all the way to final stage. So that was kind of, I think in the moment I felt like I had taken a step backwards, but I've really like grown so much this year. And to have like a week to just reflect on that and be around people who were like constantly encouraging me, like you have the game to play out here. Um, that like this one tournament's like not going to define everything. Um, it it made me realize that even with there were still tournaments left in the season that I still had had opportunities to go out and play well. That um, I didn't need to throw the towel in because I committed to playing for an entire season, not playing just until it got hard. So like it, like the emotional like the the high emotions of like events every time, mm -hmm. and then you're just like okay, I'm done. Like, we talked about trunk slamming. Like, everybody's like... But then, like, for me, I know, like, because I've played not nowhere near your guys' level yet, where it gets to the point where you're, like, an hour down the road, and you're like, okay, like, I can do this. Like, mine's, like, an hour, but some people's other... It might be, like, three, four days, or, like, Casey's was four months. Yeah. Like, so, and that... I mean, was there any stage where, like, that emotional... Like, you could just feel, like, the gas tank was full, where it just kind of, like lower like probably when you were back home around family or sometime like that where you're just like okay now i'm making like a conscious decision not based on emotion where you can kind of like all right i can dig my way out of this little like little funk this little hole i'm in and then go from there was there any like yeah it i mean it took me like probably at least a week to kind of come back to my senses and just kind of really make a good decision about it and 
honestly, like I got some of the best advice from people that were kind of in the same situation as me, friends that had gone back to Q school and missed it as well. I think it having a group that of friends that were kind of like that were able to talk about it and be in the same situation helped me a little bit um, because we can all like help each other and um, not just be in a hole. Um, obviously it helps going and playing good golf the next week um, to like come out of that but like I said I think just realizing that I still had opportunities and I could I could still do it and um, sometimes when it gets really hard you just think there's nowhere else to go but there really is so yeah. probably the place to go is maybe your friends yeah. is what we're kind of learning learning from yeah. Casey called her people Summer found her people and just like yeah seems like some underlining uh, themes of support systems are important and maybe time helps people make wiser Sound, decisions sounder decisions I'll yeah. give you a quote yeah a, a dad quote this is from my dad he's a big fan of uh, being people and he's a big fan of shared joy is double joy yeah and shared sorrow is half sorrow so he's a big fan of that one so like that's kind of like what I've adopted through my thing like it's way easier to go it's way easier to go through the mud with somebody else but like when the good things happen it's even more fun when there's more people there it's kind of crazy like just the spectrum gets wider there Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice but I think at the end of the day my heart was still like my heart was still in it and I still like get excited every time that I go to the golf course so as soon as you stop feeling the butterfly yeah as soon as I like stop getting excited about like being out there then yeah I think every we've learned tonight that everybody's different and this is a hard question I think I've got something to touch on with the how to dig yourself out of the hole yeah I just got so once I made the decision get back into golf you know I said now I have all this energy and that really came from like focusing more on process be like okay these are the things I'm gonna do like this is what I'm gonna do to feel better on the course feel better off the course um, like to spend time you know doing for myself set some new goals um, got some new affirmations and yeah. that just really got me you know thinking thinking like more what I can do now as opposed to like focusing on the results or like the big picture like just get really kind of focused on whatever that is even just seeing it as like a a growth process you know like whether that's you know within your religion or spirituality or 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 your rationale if you're just a super scientific minded person whatever go through life right like knowing how you mm want to go through life Mm -hmm. I think it helps this golf I think really I mean, in any any career, yes, I'm sure, but especially golf, I think it really does help you grow and learn and be men- more mentally strong. And um, when you know, like, know, you know what works for you. Like, that was yeah. one thing for me, too. Like, you know, I don't have to do what everyone else does. Like, here's the things that work for me and that make me be in a good spot, mm-hmm. good headspace, yeah. good, you know, space in my golf game and outside of golf. And, like, if I get kind of get away from that, then that's when I feel like I kind of... yeah. Like, go backwards a little bit but if I I mean I know what works for me and um gets me a good spot and if you keep doing that and you stay Mm -hmm. on that then um I think that helps a lot too yeah ways to dig yourself out not dig yourself lift yourself out 
Move yourself. Claw your way back out. Just I for me, yeah, it was just like so I was sitting. I was just sitting down. I wasn't even like I didn't even need. I just needed to like stand up and keep running. You know, yeah. if that makes sense. You just like sat down a little. Yeah, it was like. Just had to stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all. Rise up. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to Birdie Cast. Cast.